Trey, are you ready? For what? For me to wear out this soundbite over the next three weeks here in the fast lane, because the Liberty Flames are well, in the it Fiesta de- Bowl. It depends, because I will I will turn it off if I find it annoying. Well, Trey, because I do I, have that power. My big question is, do you believe I will do this? Do you believe that? Do you believe you'll wear out a soundbite? Yes, I do. (laughs) Good! Because here's the thing for Liberty Flames fans that are out there. Obviously, you're probably aware now of the efforts to gather as many of them in Glendale, Arizona for the 11 a.m. Mountain Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, New Year's Day kick against the Oregon Ducks in the Fiesta Bowl. And we know that if Liberty spends too much time utilizing social media or other methods to promote this bowl game, this is the type of pregame pep talk that will be motivating their opponents. The Cinderella story is over, man. Right? They're fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins. There's a difference. Right? There's a difference. Right? Yes. That's right. Tell them Dan Lanning, Oregon Ducks head coach, whose uh, soundbite is going to be referenced to a point of annoyance over the next few weeks here in the fast lane, because really, when are we going to have an excuse to use it after that? I say all that now, knowing that probably at some point over the summer, this is when Virginia Tech or Virginia will go to the Big Ten and somehow be in the same conference as Oregon and then somehow be on the same schedule and we'll be right back at this old spot that we've been in previously. Knowing my luck, Virginia will go there and Virginia Tech will be in the same conference as Colorado and Coach Prime and we'll get to use all the Dion sound bites to our heart's content. Or actually, Virginia Tech will go to the SEC and Liberty will go to the Big 12. Uh, Liberty's got to go to the Sun Belt before they get to the Big 12, buddy. Trey, we're not trying to get too far ahead of ourselves with that. But we know the motivation is there for Oregon. We also know there's a lot of meaning in this matchup for Liberty. On a micro level for Jamie Chadwell and the football team. Today was surreal uh, for, for our program, for our players. To uh, to see uh, you know our name our, our logo up there uh, in the Fiesta Bowl was you know something that really probably beyond our dreams and then on top of that to play one of the premier college football programs in the country with Oregon uh, you know is something that typically doesn't happen to uh, you know programs like us and if I could if I could put in words just the emotion that our players felt to see that today and just the, the excitement the joy the tears. It was a special, special moment, and uh, we're thankful to be in it, thankful to be representing Conference USA. That was Jamie Chadwell. Sunday evening after the announcement came out that Liberty will be in the Fiesta Bowl against the Oregon Ducks. Um, They had a Fiesta when they found out. Oh, clearly, if you've seen the reaction on social media, more evidence that apparently Liberty might be fighting for clicks and likes and not victories in the eyes of their opponent. The Cinderella story is over, man. Right? They're fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins. There's a difference. Right? There's a difference. Right? Right. That's right. So that's the micro level for Liberty is what that means to them to be in a New Year's Six Bowl. There's even a bigger picture level as well for a lot of the same fans that get excited about this who see what the players go through and connect on an emotional level. But also hear these words from Liberty Athletic Director Ian McCall a couple of days ago on how getting to a New Year's Six Bowl is another step for this program and is a form of validation 
for Liberty University Athletics and in particular their football program? Yeah, I think it was really huge. And, and you know, we've been uh, nationally ranked through the last, last four years. We've had, you know, a series of wins over Power 5 teams. We've beaten Arkansas and BYU, Virginia Tech, Syracuse, Baylor. So, um, you know, we've had a lot of, uh, again, great milestones for this program. But uh, the validation of getting to a New Year's Six game is is at a different level. And uh, I think that's something that's really going to put our program uh, uh, on a national stage. And uh, we're excited about that. And we want to put our best foot forward on January 1st. Part of putting the best foot forward on January 1st is, is fans that can make it to the game showing out. But here's the thought that we threw out there on an InsaneRadioDeals.com fast take yesterday. And, you know, we've had a, a thawing out relationship with the Liberty Athletic Department. They've started to partner with us on ticket sales for a number of football games this past year. And, and we enjoyed that partnership and hope to continue it even further. But I haven't spoken with them on this idea. And maybe they've already kicked it around and are waiting until they try to get more traction for the game itself and attendance there. And I completely understand that. But there's going to be a large percentage of people that can't make this game. And here's the reality. Of those people that cannot make the matchup in person, my question is, is it feasible for Liberty to throw a little watch party at Liberty University, at the Liberty Arena? Because it, it, on the surface, it makes sense. And, and I get it. I, I've already been approached by some folks who are like, are you going to this event? And that's a coin flip on whether that's actually going to happen. But here's the thing. At 11 a.m. Eastern time, two hours before the Flames kick off in their football game, the men's basketball team has a matchup against Boyce. I still don't know who Boyce is, where B-O-Y-C-E happens to be located. It looks like from the little logo at LibertyFlames.com that they might be the Boyce Bulldogs. But, I mean, I could be totally off base on that. They could be the Terriers. They could be the Pit Bulls. Boy, that would be politically correct. They could be something else entirely. Who knows? But, I mean, because of that, and because it's not a renowned opponent, I don't even know if they're D1 for that matter. I can't imagine there's going to be that much fervor around that game itself. But what about folks that attend the basketball game get to stick around afterwards and you throw a little watch party? Maybe you have a little collective offering to benefit the Flames Rising NIL Collective. Maybe there's some other charitable component that goes into this. And we'll ask John Manson from CFRed.com tomorrow in the fast lane whether this idea is nuts or whether it makes sense but to me at least it seems like it'd be a real fun idea for liberty and a way for folks to enjoy the new Year's six bowl appearance in the fiesta bowl even if they cannot make it out of their hometown in the hill city and they just drive over to the liberty arena of course if they're driving over there or driving somewhere else you got to make sure you have the best insurance and that's where gardner insurance solutions comes in because they will shop your carrier plans or your plan to multiple Carriers are not a captive agency at Gardner Insurance Solutions, which means that they can shop your plan for home insurance, for auto insurance, and yes, bundle it up in just a small extra amount. Get a little umbrella insurance as well to make sure you're carried in extra ways you may never have foreseen. It's worth the investment. I've done that with Gardner Insurance Solutions and recommend that as well. Gardner Insurance Solutions, Old Forest Road in Lynchburg. Uh, Fast Lane Ed Lane and Trail Al VT, the socials. If you want to weigh in on the idea that we've thrown out there, we'll get to some of your feedback tomorrow in the Fast Lane. But it's time to get into the weeds now. Speaking of bowl games and the interest or lack thereof when it relates to another team locally in a bowl game, the Virginia Tech Hokies. Nothing beats an insightful press conference. Uh, I think I really. Er, wrong soundbite. This one, time to get into the weeds. Appropriately enough, you would think we might be smoking some, but alas. We're not. 
Let's get into the weed. <coughs> Smoke weed every day. Excuse me. Let's get into the weeds where we take a dive into different sports topics here on the Fast Lane. So if you watch the Virginia Tech press conference, good for you if you didn't, and probably most of the folks out there may not have watched the press conference. Brent Pry kind of looked disheveled when he met with the media a couple days ago and spoke about drawing Tulane in the military ball. There are a number of angles when it comes to this for Virginia Tech. So one of those angles is, you know, where is the real focus? And where should it have been in the lead up to that game? Because for Virginia Tech, if you listen to Brent Pry, his opening statement is, is very briefly about the matchup, but a lot of it is about two different elements of player retention and roster retention. We've had some really strong, good meetings. I had 30 of them over four days. A lot of them related to retention, to NIL, uh, NFL opportunities, a lot of different things. Um, so it, it's a big week, but super excited about the opportunity for the military bowl. Super excited about the opportunity. I mean, doesn't he sound kind of nasally, Brent Pry? that is? Doesn't he sound, and if you look at the press conference and you watch the video, you can you know, maybe draw this conclusion as well. God, he looks beat down. And I get it. When you have you know 85-plus players on your roster, and we're going with the plus here because they're walk-ons that are in this as well, and you're discussing what the reasonable future is, what their options are, how you see it unfolding, not to mention you're also having to put work in already on who might be available in the transfer portal. And according to Chris Coleman of TechSideline.com, Virginia Tech, they've offered up to you know, 20, 25 players scholarships in the portal. And, of course, as you do that, you're firming up offers and reaching out to those players or you're backing off your interest in them because maybe there's more money elsewhere. Maybe the more you hear, the more you realize they're not a fit, whether it's culturally or schematic-wise or whatever. But remember, all that's happening while we're getting ready for supposedly meaningful bowl games for Virginia Tech. And the reality is it's a constant roster retention battle when it comes to this time of year. Again, I'd love it if National Signing Day was pushed back to after this and it was back in early February where you open the transfer portal window and I get it, you've got classes for whatever that's worth now with players being paid and NIL and the whole era of college athletics. But moving it back to the traditional February window makes more sense to me, especially if you're trying to sell whatever remnants are left over about the value of bowl games, knowing that coaches will often leave and players will often opt out of those. But Brent Price spoke on that and even he was candid that a lot of the value is in practices Something we've known before, but not even hiding away from that for Virginia Tech. It's an opportunity for us to get 13, 14, 15 additional practices. We practiced this morning. We had two segments of developmental scrimmages live, uh, 30 plays. You remember, we signed 50 high school players the last two years, so these snaps are invaluable. We're going to continue to do that throughout the bowl prep. But, uh, you know, again, Tulane... Excited about that. A really good football program. Coach Fritz had done a tremendous job. Slade Nagel's been with him for the long haul and uh, does a great job. He's going to do an excellent job, I'm sure, filling in. That's Brent Pry. Of that 40 seconds that we played, like the first 25, he's talking about the value of practices and what the value of that is. And that came after he had already elaborated on the bite we played earlier about the focus being on roster retention. Look, it's the reality of this era when it comes to the transfer portal. I mean, it makes you wonder for a guy like Brent Pry at Virginia Tech and a lot of other coaches out there around the college landscape, 
whether they need to visit myfrontpagestory.com and that way they can get a custom front page story for their special someone this holiday season because i mean look we just heard the brent price sound bites at virginia tech and he's worried about roster attention trying to get practices in to develop players oh by the way they've got a game against the tulane team and that team is evolving with willie fritz having left to go to houston and their top wide receiver entering the transfer portal there's a lot going on in blacksburg for virginia tech so you know their coaching staff they're, they're really smart about this they go to myfrontpagestory.com and that way they can tell the folks at my front pagestory.com some little nuggets of information about that special someone and the most ideal gift will arrive on christmas day and guess what those virginia tech coaches as they're prepping for their bowl game a couple of days later that special someone in their life will you know be even more supportive of them on december 27th not to mention of course they'll get a few brownie points as well for a gift that truly does last a lifetime with myfrontpagestory.com in fact i did it myself uh just a few years ago and you know i you know i get busy this time of year i've got the raycon wireless earbuds that are in my ear i got the discount code by the way by visiting rosstucker.com and clicking on the sponsor tab and then just following the link to get my raycon wireless earbuds through that but you know i've got them in and i'm listening to the cbs sports radio lynchburg app and to other avenues of knowledge consumption so you know my attention's not always there and yet you know i can remind my wife that i got the great gift from my frontpagestory.com and you know it brings a smile to her face and a little understanding to her heart and yes a little levity to my situation as well so it is our pleasure now to welcome into the fast lane yes the aforementioned ross tucker the man who helped turn me on to the great idea of myfrontpagestory.com around this holiday season ross i'd imagine those folks are really busy right now the question is are they busy from college football coaches who sense an opportunity to make sure their special loved one is taken care of while they're very busy with so many things? Dude, yeah, it's nuts. I mean, I'm getting texts left and right from people telling me this college coach is going here, that college coach is going there. Plus, because I, you know, I own Go Big Recruiting, which is a high school recruiting website, man, I, the transfer portal is just bananas. I mean, it might be easier at this point, Ed, to list all the players that aren't in the transfer portal at this point. I mean, that's kind of where we're at with this thing, man. It's wild. Ross, did you ever envision this would continue to get as big as it has? I mean, every year it seems like there's record numbers from the year before, and it's guys going to all sorts of levels or, sadly for some, not having a home. I think it'll actually start to, to dissipate, believe it or not, in future years. I think a lot of this is a product of the COVID year and guys graduating but still having eligibility left. I think there will be a lot less players uh, a year from now and even more two years from now there will be less because, you know, I can just tell you, having played in the Ivy League, you know, there's a lot of kids from the Ivy League. They didn't have a 2020 season, you know, so those guys – they graduated because they went to the Ivy League school because they wanted to graduate, but now they they have one more year of eligibility and they kind of want to see what they got. They want to see where they can go, and you know if you're able to start in the Ivy League and play at a pretty high level, you'll get options, and so they're getting some options. Some of them will be at FBS, some of them will be you know group of five, some of them will be FCS. But uh, I think we're seeing an unprecedented number this year, which will be less next year, and then I think two years from now. The COVID part of it will kind of be over, and it'll start to normalize a little bit more. 
So you anticipate that normalizing a little bit more. You mentioned, by the way, and Ross Tucker is with us in the fast lane. You've seen him on CBS. You'll hear him this coming Saturday afternoon for the Army-Navy game on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app and across the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Uh, but you mentioned that you you own Go Big Recruiting. How does the evaluation work for that now? Is a lot of it still coaches looking back on high school film? Is it uh, you having to put together and your team there putting together college film as well? Take us through what that evaluation process looks like now for coaching staffs that are evaluating players that have entered the portal? Yeah, so we don't really do anything with the portal kids or the already existing college kids, although maybe we should. Um, but the the services that the colleges use, like Pro Football Focus, they can more or less type in any Division One player, and there's like already a cut-up video made of the player and they can watch the player almost immediately as soon as he goes into the portal although some of the really big programs i've spoken to they actually have guys that this is what they do all year i mean all year they study guys that might go in the portal guys that you know are all conference in these other conferences so they actually already have a grade on them in terms of their evaluation before they even hit the portal. So I just referenced the kids reaching out to me because they had a lot of success using GoBigRecruiting.com during high school. So they reach out to me, hey, can you help me? Can you talk to these kids? And it's like, man, I got so many reaching out. I'm kind of like, no, I can't. Like, I can't talk to everybody um, at the same time. But um, they just know that they had a lot of success the first time around. But no, it's it's, it, it really is. It's overwhelming, right? And it's a lot of these group of five and FCS schools, they don't possibly have the manpower to try to evaluate all these kids. So a lot of times, like the FCS schools, that they just kind of wait for the kids that show interest in them um, through an intermediary rather than trying to be the aggressor. Some of the other ones are just looking for portal kids because, you know, the thing is, is once a portal kid comes, they can't transfer again until they graduate. So you kind of have them for a few years, whereas if you take a high school kid, he could very easily leave after a year. The whole system's really, uh, I think, interesting is the nicest word I can give it, Ed. Yeah, it really is, and I would imagine, uh, obviously, these are the type of things that Ross Tucker will uh, die discuss and dive into even greater depth in the Ross Tucker Football Podcast as we head toward the football off season and, and you hear a lot of really cool content about these type of issues in the off season. Of course, during the regular season, a lot of it's looking ahead to games on any of the Ross Tucker football podcast channels, whether it's the college draft or the even money or the fantasy feast or the Ross Tucker football podcast as Ross is with us here in the fast lane. Ross, you're calling the Army Navy game and of course we'll carry it on our Virginia Talk Radio Network platforms uh, this coming weekend. Um, through all this news, and then, of course, the what we saw with the College Football Playoff Selection Committee this past weekend and Florida State being left out. I know we've asked this of you a couple of times ahead of Army-Navy. Does your interest and love for Army-Navy intensify given that it remains one of the closer to pure elements of football compared to the business that we see so often? You know, Ed, that's a great point. I hadn't thought of it that much. But when you think about, you know, none of the guys for Army or Navy get NIL. None of them have transferred into Army or Navy because if you do, you have to start as a freshman. 
you know, you have to start at the very beginning, right? Like none of your credits transfer over. Now, these schools, truth be told, do lose guys at times that decide to transfer out, uh, maybe for football reasons, maybe because they don't think the military life is for them. But you make a, a really good point about the purity of it. You know, I don't know. There might be one or two guys on the field Saturday, maybe three or four, that might get a tryout with an NFL team. But I don't know that any of them are actually going to make an NFL roster. And so, it, and, and by the way, they're both five and six. Neither one of them is going to a bowl. It really is about the game. It really is about the rivalry, playing for each other, playing for your brothers before you move on to the next phase of life. It's kind of like what college football was like 50 years ago, man. 60 years ago, I guess, you know? Like, it is uh, it is awesome. It is pure. And uh, I'll probably be using that line a lot the next couple of days, Ed. I'm, I'm glad that you reinforce that in my head. Well, we look forward to hearing that line uh, reiterated during the broadcast of Army-Navy on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app and across the Virginia Talk Radio Network. The ever-prevalent question, and uh, I've yet to listen to this week's edition of the Even Money podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik, so if you got real creative on that podcast with this, please forgive me. Um, which game's going to have more points? The Thursday night football game tonight, which, by the way, will carry as well from Westwood One Sports, Pittsburgh hosting New England, or Army-Navy? Really good question. Uh very similar. You're not the first person to ask me that. Oh, geez, man. I mean, I think they both probably will go under the total. Let's put it that way. Um, I would imagine they're both like 13 to 10 type games. it's, It's a coin flip. It really is. It's a coin flip. I think maybe I would say there'll be more points in Army Navy, believe it or not. Because I just I don't see how the the Patriots can't score points, and the Steelers have their backup quarterback Trubisky, and the Patriots defense is playing pretty well. Yeah, I, I guess I guess I'll go. Uh, I guess I'll say that it'll be Army Navy will score more. That's hard to believe. <laughs> Army Navy, not the lowest scoring game of the weekend. Who uh, who would have projected that at the beginning of the year? But alas, that's where we are and where we get ready to wrap up with Ross Tucker on one final question that kind of feeds into why you see fewer points in the New England at Pittsburgh game this evening, a 7.30 airtime on our platforms from Westwood One. Uh, Ross Bill Belichick in New England. And, of course, we cover the Washington Commanders even more uh, with our Virginia Talk Radio Network platforms. Um, Different circumstances, of course, in different eras between uh, Belichick in New England and Ron Rivera in D.C. But as we approach the end of the regular season, sometimes do you just know, especially as a former player yourself who's played for both those organizations, that it's just time and that we may be at the end of both of those coaching tenures, albeit for different reasons? Yeah, you do. And I think both those guys know. I think they both realize time to move on, time to go somewhere else. It's run its course. You know, I'm sure Rivera would tell you that he would want to stay, but he knows he's a goner. I mean, he's not hes not a dummy. He knows the deal. And I think Belichick probably realizes that he's kind of run that roster into the ground and that they don't really have the horses to compete. And he's probably ready to go somewhere else as well. And there's a pretty decent chance in my mind, Ed, it ends up being Washington. 
Wow. Washington. How ironic that would be. So you, you like Washington more than, I think it was Will Brinson on the uh, Ross Tucker Football Podcast last week who speculated maybe Carolina because of the Bryce Young connection. You like Washington more than Carolina? I do because I think Josh Harris in Washington would just kind of let Belichick do his thing. And I'm not sure that would be the case with David Tepper in Carolina. I think David Tepper might want to be pretty involved, and I'm not sure how Belichick would would handle that. I don't think he'd handle it very well. (laughs) Ross, you're an Eagles guy like us. You can't be pushing for competency in D.C. Come on, man. You've got to push the Carolina train. Come on. We can't can't have... Hey, I'm not pushing anything. I'm just telling you what I think is most likely, and I don't know. I mean, how weird is it that I, I wouldn't really be all that afraid of Belichick in Washington if I'm an Eagles fan? I mean... You know, is he going to bring Brady back from retirement? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I I think at this point he's got a pretty sizable track record of not doing much without number 12. Very good point, and many more of them await at Ross Tucker NFL and the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, and you will hear Ross this coming Saturday for the Army-Navy game as well on our Virginia Talk Radio Network platforms. Ross, thank you for your time today in the fast lane, and again, Christmas time, another time of year to remind our listeners, myfrontpagestory.com, where they can thank you later once their wife or husband or whoever gets the gift of myfrontpagestory.com gets to experience the uh, ever-giving joy of that. Well, I love the video you sent me, Ed. And the reality is most guys driving home from work right now, they really don't know what to get their significant other for the holidays. And I don't blame them. I'm kind of the same way. Because my wife knows I own the company, so I can't get her a story from myfrontpagestory.com. But you guys can. You talk to a writer for 10 minutes, he writes an amazing story. He or she looks like he's on the cover of the newspaper, framed, beautiful. And just being able to tell your, your significant other you did something special and unique, you had a story written about them. Plus, when they actually read the story and read the quotes, like, you know, I never thank her enough for all the little things she does for me and the kids, they cry almost every time. And it's a keepsake that they hang up in the house. So basically, you can get her gift cards for like the next five years if you get her something unique and cool this year with a story from myfrontpagestory.com. It's a winning gift, much like the inside is winning from Ross Tucker. Ross, thank you for your time today. We'll be listening to whoever is winning Army-Navy as you're on the call this coming Saturday. Sounds great. Take care, Ed. Ross Tucker with us here in the Fast Lane. When we return, we'll flip it around. I want to say I respect the political, politically correct answer when he gave about he's like Eagles fans shouldn't be worried, but I, I, I respect it. I mean, I get it 100%. He's not advocating for anyone, by the way. Uh, more on that later. In the meantime, when we return... Uh, Other comings and goings in college football here in the Fastlane.